Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Coleman Power. Coleman has a huge passion for serving and minding others through his work as an author, as an organic grower, as a coach, and as a podcaster. So Coleman, thank you so much for joining me today. Brian, thanks so much for having me. Not at all, man. It's my pleasure, Coleman. And Coleman, can you start off by telling me a bit about yourself and how you got to here? Uh, I suppose, to tell you from the start, I'm from Waterford originally, and I'm from a country background, I have an older sister and a younger brother, and really and truly, I'm here today because I'm actually an underdog. People might look at what I have now. I have a book that's an Amazon number one bestseller, an online business. I get people to uh, go to retreats and several other different things. But really and truly, I've started and was never really good at or the best at anything. I was a poor speller. I was dyslexic by trade, if you want to call it that. I went through school being someone who was lacking confidence majorly, was someone who had a lot of energy, but not, I suppose, having uh, a coach or a mentor to point me in the right direction early enough. I lacked a lot of skill throughout trying to be, I suppose. I would have loved to be in, I suppose, in a different life, maybe an athlete or somebody that who was on a county team but never really had enough, I suppose, of that ability of what you needed. But what I lacked in skill, I most certainly made up an effort. And I always had effort and I always had a passion for giving it everything. From that then, I went through secondary school and struggled through it, got my leave insert, went into college and did horticulture by chance, I suppose. And along the lines then with family and my sister maybe, point me in the right direction I kind of fell into organic horticulture and from that I was really interested in it why because firstly it was outside it was hands-on I'm such a physical individual who would like to do things more so than I learn by doing I don't learn by somebody literally listing off things to me and some people can do that and maybe that might be down towards the likes of dyslexia but anything that I'm doing with my hands physically whether it's exercise or routine or making a recipe or growing <laughs> or sowing seeds or harvesting once I see it I'm able to repeat it and from that then I suppose got more and more into exercise I done uh, a bodybuilding competition which is totally way way left field and where I am right now but again those are things that you learn from you always learn from doing something I'd never tell anybody don't do anything I always recommend them something better there's so many different people, I suppose, out there that'll say, don't do this, don't do that. Try everything. Sample every piece of food item that you possibly can and try every different which way of health, diet, ingredients that you suppose would like to determine what actually suits you. That's probably one of the key things. And I did a bit of traveling then after I did college. I went to Australia because I couldn't get a job here in Ireland. I as any uh, young individual who heads off to Australia, had a great time out there. I didn't really work in, us in horticulture per se. I ended up working uh, on building sites and I was a laborer. I had a great time uh, drinking with the lads Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes it rolled on to Monday and 
then the whole idea was you had to get back on track. But I always would have been at a baseline of fitness, playing GAA and still going to the gym all the time. And after that, I, I suppose I spent a year heavy on not being the best version of myself. And it's okay to make those mistakes. And I came back. I ended up then playing GAA again, getting back into it. And after that, I did my course in the likes of personal training. And following that, then I set up a market garden down in Cork. And then, I suppose, being really interested in trying to reach as many people as I possibly can, I amalgamated the two together. I put together the exercises, I put together the foods, and kind of came up with the likes of the organic fitness program and lifestyle, which is something that I live and I breathe and I eat and I do on a regular basis. And that, I suppose, gets me, I suppose, then to connect with more people who are interested because everyone wants to be healthier. I'm really sure I do believe in the fact that everybody would like to be better. And how do you do that? You improve in your health. And it's not that one training session is going to change it. It's not that one healthy food, food choice is going to definitely, I suppose, excel you to where you'd like to be, but it's a step in the right direction. And after that, then I ended up, I suppose, getting mentoring and coaching myself would put me on the path of, personal development and then learning that I could teach others the skills that I've learned over I suppose my growing experience of seven years and I'm based up here now in Kildare showing people exactly uh, what I do on a regular basis growing foods and most certainly coaching and mentoring people to live their best lives so that's I suppose, a quick synopsis or a long synopsis Brian of where I am right now <laughs> Beautiful. That's it. Th- thanks for sharing that journey, Coleman. That's again, that's a very interesting journey. So, and that brings you to here. So, thank you for sharing that with me, man. And Coleman, diving deeper into how you mind others. You're an organic grower, an author, personal trainer, coach, podcaster, and you know, like you obviously have a huge passion for this. Like diving deeper into how you mind how you mind others. Could you explain to us? First of all, like what is organic? Because I think a lot of people get a bit confused about, you know, what's organic, what isn't organic, what is organic? And then like when, when someone comes to you for help with coaching or personal training, where do you start off with them? Right, there's a couple of different questions there. Where do I... <laughs> and I'll start off on firstly the one that's often asked, what is organic? Okay, straight away, the word organic is a registered word. So Brian, if you're growing at home, would you believe you can't call that organic? You're growing potatoes, carrots, onions, leeks out in your back garden or having a pot, by law, you can't say that. The word is registered. So to be and use the word on any packaging, it's something that must be uh, registered with a governing body. So it's either Organic Trust or it's the IOFCA, the two ones based in Ireland. There are other products in Ireland, obviously, based outside of America and from America, from outside of Europe, and those must then, when they hit Ireland, have a green logo. So anybody's looking for a product and it says organic on it, turn it around to the back and look out for a green logo. Uh, if this was video, I'd show you this is an organic yogurt I just have right in front of me. It's IE, which symbolizes that it's produced here in Ireland. And it's a green registered logo, which symbolizing a leaf with stars on it. So that's a logo to look out for if you're looking for something that is organic. So after that, when you do get a product, that it and does have that label or logo on it it's something that signifies that it's grown without the likes of harsh chemicals so the harsh chemicals the worst of them the most extreme is glyphosate so glyphosate is a carcinogenic and it's an antibiotic 
So literally anytime you consume something, we'll take the example of oats. And this is one of the real simple, simple one that I get people to switch up in their diet would be definitely organic, non-organic oats to organic oats. For, I'm going to say 50 cents, maybe 60 cents in the difference, you can get an abundance of oats. And coming into the winter months right now, Brian, uh, we most certainly should be having that white it's a complex carbohydrate and that's something that gives you a slow release of energy and that's another thing that i do with people getting them to understand foods but getting back to why i and what is organic it's the fact that it's not does not contain the likes of glyphosate glyphosate is forbidden it's not allowed and it's the active ingredient in Roundup. So a lot of people might know Roundup. It's the thing that's put in a knapsack or a sprayer. And uh, often in household consumption, it's sprayed on weeds, dandelions, which actually are edible. And they contain a type of fiber called inulin. Inulin is so beneficial for your gut health. Gut health is so key for improved mood, reduced anxiety, and overall increased energy levels. So that is something that's not allowed. Next thing is it's higher antioxidants. Antioxidants, what are they? They're the good guys, okay? They literally reduce stress in your body. So the more antioxidants that you eat in your diet, okay, the less stress your body's under. Less stress, more energy. That's just kind of one of the things that people say, cool, man, what coffee are you drinking? I, Brian, I don't even drink coffee, man. I do not swear, swear down, I do not drink You don't need it, you don't need I don't, it. I don't need, like, I don't need, I, and I'm going to say it right now, I'm kind of tired, like, do you know what I mean? And people go, what the man cannot be? that sound tired to me um it's because i am eating the best foods i possibly can and doing my utmost to live as healthy as i possibly can you couldn't stop me being healthy if i lived in a different country you took away i don't i'm also a fellow who doesn't actually have a major value on material things so i most certainly i don't have a television i don't have a fancy car i've no interest in i suppose major commodities i actually just want to be as healthy as i possibly can and that's definitely going down the route of getting and which i would call the gold standard foods into my diet getting it local getting it fresh and getting it organic so that's i suppose what organic is and non-organic food to say that it's not good for you that's incorrect okay that's why i say the gold standard you get things local you get things fresh you get it organic and after that, then you're doing your best to get that. It's like first, second and third. And yeah. there are super benefits to adding in fruits and vegetables to your diet. It's not to say that, Coleman, I can't get uh, organic apples. What do you want me to do? I eat apples first. And then it's a hierarchy of needs. Once you start, I mean, actually get apples, you can literally sow an apple tree. And literally in about three years time, you have 100 apples. And literally after saving people money, the tree will cost no more than 20 euro. And I'll even recommend you a place down in Wexford, their English fruit nurseries. You'd be delighted to get a, a plug there. And they, they can be delivered anywhere in Ireland. Like one tree, less than 20 euro, depending on that, it could be 15 euro. And that'll be delivered to your door. You plant it in the ground in the winter months. Oh my God, this is literally set up now for people. And <clears throat> after that, you have your own food. You're self-sufficient in apples every year. Yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. yeah. And that's the key ingredient. That's the difference, okay? Harsh chemicals are forbidden, such as glyphosate, in the likes of organic growing. So that's the major difference, okay? After that, then, it's so important that when you remember organic animals are grass-fed and they're not fed genetically modified grain. That's another key important point. So whether it's soya or oats that are often sprayed, okay, and why they're sprayed is to speed up the ripening process. So that goes back to what we eat, the oats and the from the likes of the flavins or whatever the porridge you're having and consuming in the morning, that's sprayed off on large commercial farms and it speeds up the ripe, ripening process, speeds up the harvesting. That's why it's a little bit cheaper for uh, 
in for sale in the likes of the shops so that's a simple one that i definitely recommend and then the same with the feed that's given to the animals whether it's sheep whether it's chickens or it's uh, cattle those have a would have an, a massive effect on your gut health okay that's one of the key points and the differences i suppose between organic and conventional and after that then uh, what i actually do with people is i show them there is a better life than you have right now like everybody would like an improvement and that's all you're looking for perfection really doesn't exist it's the key ingredient of people most certainly just doing and one thing that you're not currently doing right now to have a better life okay it's called an organic fitness lifestyle but it isn't perfect you might have kids you might have a partner and they might want to do something else that is necessarily in alignment with what you would like to do whether it's a food choice whether it's going out for drinks or you have a, I suppose, a younger child that doesn't allow you to go to most certainly sleep at a regular time and get eight hours, which Coleman recommends. And he said on his uh, podcast, he wrote in the book, he said, get eight hours sleep, go to bed at a regular time. That's not, I can't do that all the time. Yeah, you don't have to do it all the time, but what you do the majority of the time will get you the majority of your results. That's so important. And what I do then is, I suppose, show on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube, I suppose it's just my story. I show people from the moment I get up. I get up quite early, but I also go to bed quite early. And I actually find it harder for uh, myself to go to sleep at a regular, uh, or a late, sorry, an early time as opposed to a late, because that's when most people are sending messages at nine and 10 o'clock when it's important for me to go to sleep, to get up, to have as much energy as I possibly have, to connect with as many people, putting out uh, people that follow me or and might follow me after this, I'm putting out three posts a day. I'm putting stories. I have one podcast out every single Thursday for the last three years nearly. I was able to, in this period of time, so I started pumping out content, trying to connect with as many people, probably for the bones of five years. You can go way back on YouTube and see one of my first videos, completely different. And it was absolutely rubbish. My first, and even on my Instagram page, there's a couple of videos there of major bloopers. There's one of me making something falls out literally the, the, out the window. The whole lot of it falls out the window couldn't believe it but that's how, as you said that's how you learn man you, you yeah, learn you learn from your mistakes you know? yeah brian you're so right you make mistakes keep making yeah. mistakes i'm not perfect okay because and what ends up happening is people are compare themselves to me i have not just literally rolled out of bed and most certainly decided to be healthy just in one day i've been doing it consistently i suppose when i took control of my own cooking that's key when i moved out of house I had to uh, get to grips up with, with cooking something other than chicken, broccoli, and rice. I most certainly had to learn how to cook. And I learned from YouTube. There's so much free information out there. And that's what I'm doing. I put out recipes. I put out exercises. I put out tips on people, uh, tips for people to literally emulate, to copy, to try and fit into their day-to-day -day activities. Because information should be free. And it is. But you just have to take advantage of it. The thing is, you see all those things, you, recipes, you know the foods you should be eating, you know the exercises you should be doing on a regular basis and getting sunlight on the likes of your skin to produce vitamin D, which is a natural mood improver. You know you should be all doing those things. And the thing is, you just have to factor it in. They're not making any more time. A lot of people say, I don't have time, Coleman. Well, they're not making any more of it. 
Well, that's it. And, and Coleman, I talk to, to about this with people talking about making changes because I work with people for you know, smoking and weight loss and kind of, you know, changes in health as, as you do. It's not a how question, it's a when question because we all know about, you know, kind of, uh, you know, living a healthier lifestyle and making small changes, but it's when are you going to do it? Do you know what I mean? When are you going to start? That's the key, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. And, and Brian, you know, is surrounding yourself. And that would definitely be something that I would do myself to, uh, to help others. I surround myself with like-minded people that are doing the same thing. Yeah. If you want to quit from the likes of smoking, drinking, eating McDonald's, processed foods, out the door, biscuits, chocolate cakes, stop hanging around with people the majority of the time who are doing that. It's a hell of a lot harder to do, to be a healthier version of yourself if you're going over to sarah's or paul's or pat's or mary's house and, and they they're have, smoking and drinking yeah. and eating crap and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah and you're you're going to be coked so it's peer pressure whatever age you are listening to this podcast peer pressure comes in abundance whether you're 15 or whatever age the peer pressure starts at a younger age all the way up to the day you die people are influenced by what other people are doing Absolutely. Uh, so to be conscious of that. And Coleman, again, coming back to like when someone comes to you for personal training or coaching, where do you start off? I get them to start off where exactly they are, where, where they're at. So that's the point of which of what is your fitness level? What is your fitness goal? Because if you know what your fitness goal is, I get them to write it down. When they write it down, it becomes much more clear. Okay. Comes from up top in the brain, out into a piece of paper. And I call it the power of the pen. It's getting that individual to most certainly know exactly what they would like to do and work towards it. And then every morning you're looking at that piece of paper. I want to such and such be a healthier individual. How do you do that? Ask yourself three times how. How do I become the healthiest version of myself? Okay, there's going to be the likes of I incorporate in steps. It's the basic requirement for anybody looking to improve their health. Steps. Why? Because it is something that uses up 300 to 500 calories. That's a meal in itself. Okay, being a personal trainer and a coach, everybody, the minimum requirement is that. That's their target. That's their goal. They'll do it. Okay, it just requires prioritization of time. They say, I call my cat, literally do all my 10,000 steps at the end of the day. I'm working at eight and 10 hour shift and I'm sitting down at the desk, break it up. Don't leave all your homework to the last minute before the project has to be handed in. Okay. Get some steps in before your breakfast, after your breakfast, get some in at lunchtime, get it in after work, pack your car and tip of the day, pack your car in the furthest car parking space away when you're going to the country market or doing your shopping, because they're all them steps are going to add up. Then I get people to focus getting them on their exercise, okay, after physical exercise, such as with the likes of dumbbells, okay, they don't even have to be that heavy, two sets of dumbbells, 20 minutes to get someone in an amazing shape, so training is one side of fitness, then the foods are the other, you cannot out-train a bad diet, I get them to tell me what you have for breakfast, <clears throat> what you have for lunch, and what you have for dinner, more often than not, people are not eating enough, I think this might sound crazy, fruit and veg, swear to God, okay, Fruit and veg is key for fiber. Fiber keeps you fuller for longer. It's full of antioxidants. Antioxidants reduce stress. We touched on that point already. Okay. Fiber is the game changer. Okay. So then there's the next point that you want to, the three things the body runs off, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates in that order. Protein has to be prioritized. Okay. It maintains the muscle you currently have. Okay. Whether you're looking to build lean muscle tissue, which takes a hell of a lot longer than most people, if there's any women listening, dumbbells do not make you bulky. 
I'm going to tell you, I wish building muscle was easy. I literally wish I could click my fingers, we could all build muscle, and that'd be great. What building, what lifting weights does, it most certainly improves the likes of your muscle definition. Okay. Over a consistent period of time, you can build muscle by increasing the weights from 5 kg to 6 to 7 to 8 to 9 to 10 or whatever, 10 to 20 kg, depending on if you're doing a squat or whatever the exercise may be. It's progression on your exercises, and those will be the two major things. Then I most certainly would factor in, okay, the likes after we're touching on protein, what protein sources to eat, whether they're a vegan, a vegetarian, a standard diet, I have no preference towards that. I have tried all the diets. I've tried, as I said, the standard. I've tried the likes of a yeah, vegetarian, plant-based, or labor on that now. And there's a new one out there that likes a keto, which I also have tried. And it's something that is definitely not sustainable and necessary for weight loss. There's much easier ways for people to lose weight than the likes of in a keto diet. Why put yourself into a bracket? So if this was literally most certainly video i would literally put my two fingers together making a square i would open them up and say don't put yourself in a box be you be most certainly and eat foods that you enjoy whether they include breads that is a tradition in my family my grandmother at 95 is still making brown bread and i would most certainly consume that i'd hate to have to take that out of my diet that's a carbohydrate and which is the body's first source of energy but more often than not People are not eating enough of, I said, protein and fiber. So we're going to protein. So that's chicken, that's fish, that's eggs. That's definitely, most certainly, the likes of uh, yogurts. You have tofu and tempeh, and those are all the ones that contain all nine essential amino acids. You could throw in quinoa or quinoa, whatever the kids are calling it these days. Hemp seeds would be probably up there too. Those are the key things that you should be having at least one of those in every meal. Hitting 30 grams of protein. Why? Because it's satiating. It keeps you fuller for longer. Protein is good for skin, hair health. No one's better looking hair. And <clears throat> people say, Coleman, it's extremely difficult to get things organically. I know you're literally an organic grower. And I, I tell them, yes. But what you need to do is remember that food is not cheap. Food should never be cheap. We're spending too much money or straight up on things that are not necessary. Holidays. Well, I'm going to say going to foreign places like that. Your health is your wealth. I am a major believer in other, like, and people say, Jesus Christ, holidays coming. You must be joking me. That phone that we all have, we can hope we might, people might be listening to the podcast on right now. If it's a new iPhone, they're a thousand euro. That would most certainly get you a whole lot of organic produce, whether you're eating standard meats, you're eating the likes of something, some fruits or vegetables. And a thousand euro worth of produce would last you a hell of a long time. And that's the thing I want people to realize. You either most certainly have more time or you have more money. And that's what I'm touching on and what I do with people that are, I suppose, coming on to the likes of the grow at your own. So that's the point of which you can literally produce an abundance of food in your back garden, in a, on a patio, if you had a raised bed. If you wanted to upgrade to a polytunnel, you can get them in little rallies or you can get a bit a larger one than that. You can have tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, potatoes, carrots, onions, aubergines in abundance carrots if we didn't mention it, leeks jerusalem artichokes which are something that people don't even know what there's literally no work involved in the jerusalem artichoke it's like a knobbly potato it's really high in fiber um i put it in the book because it was given to me like this information like i didn't just come up with it i've, I've been passed on from um, a mentor of mine klaus leitenberg who's a, a major guru in i suppose growing in ireland he's based in leitrim but that's what i get people to do like you either have more money or you have more time and the simple one, like people say, oh, I, couldn't, I don't know where to start, I'm useless. Microgreens. 
microgreens you can harvest within 14 to 21 days. That's about two weeks. You get a yogurt tub, which I happen to have here again. How handy is this? So yogurt tub, fill it with compost, get microgreen seeds, and all you do is sprinkle them on. It's, a, it's again, there's a video on my YouTube and on my Instagram showing you compost in a cup, in a yogurt tub, seeds, slightly cover over and water. There's about four steps in that. In 14, 21 days, you have your own microgreens that are extremely, they have higher antioxidants than a fully mature plant. You can get immature broccoli. You can have the likes of red radish. They're both from the Nebraska uh, family, which means they're related to um, like so Brussels sprouts and they literally grow on a windowsill and those are something that are literally so simple if people have kids it gets them interested in where food is comes from and I suppose the, the little bit of watering that has to go involved with that is kind of that symbolization I like it kind of a, to compare fitness with growing you see you don't get fit by one in by just literally doing one training session it's same with the likes of the microgreens they don't literally grow into fully maturity by one day you have to water it once then you have to water it again. And there's a fine art of watering it too much. There's a fine art to exercise. Little and often is really key. And it's the game changer for your health. Foods have a massive effect on the way you look, you feel, and how much energy levels you have. If you want a better physique, comes down to your foods. You want better mindset, also comes down to foods. Because that's the second thing we're getting back to. Healthy fats. They don't make you fat. That's a full fat yogurt. I would recommend people to have butter. I would get them to most certainly add in nuts and seeds. And remember that those are healthy fats that improve your brain function. I have become much more intelligent since I've taken control of my diet. Okay, Foods affect your mood, your brain made up of 70% fats. It regulates hormones. It helps break down the protein that we consume. It's essential. You have to have it. Okay, and the one you're looking for is omega-3. And where is that found? It's found in higher abundance in organic produce. Why? Because it comes from the soil. And what's grown in the soil? The likes of organic produce. And then also why is meat a higher omega-3? Because they're feeding off the grass. Or the, the likes of the produce that they have consumed is also organic. That has that higher omega-3. You not only are what you eat, you are what you eat to eat. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So yeah, I suppose that'll be majorly pointing people towards the better lifestyle of eating higher protein, eating healthy fats, which are essential, as I said. And the last thing that the body runs off is carbohydrates. Every food item that you eat is either protein, fat, or carbohydrate. Okay, proteins contain four kilocalories per gram. The likes of fats contain double it, but again, they're essential. And it's carbohydrates that are often demonized, but remember, they give us energy, but they're most certainly simple carbohydrates which are like labeled the bad carbohydrates sometimes which are the processed foods your biscuits your chocolates your ice cream your crackers and any of those things that i suppose are literally right up at the counter before you pay for anything in a shop those are the highly processed foods i wanted people to stay away from i want people to go and i find it extremely easy because it's a choice when i go into a shop whether it's i suppose I don't want to mention too many names. If I go into a shop and I'm looking for foods, I go straight over to the single ingredient food section. Okay, this is a broccoli head. This is cayenne pepper. This is the likes of salt. This is fish. This is eggs. Those are meats. These are whatever the food, yogurts. <clears throat> those make up healthy food choices. I come home with all those. I chop them up. I put them into a pan and I have the three main things. I have a protein source. Just take the example, I just I just literally eaten. Okay, I had two macro fillets. I had bulgur wheat, which is a complex carbohydrate, and it actually also has most certainly some uh, 
carbohydrates in it, I couldn't think of the word. And then the healthy fats are most certainly in the cooking oil. So the fish in a pan, cooked in less than 10 minutes, turn the plate upside down on it, steamed, okay? Then the burger wheat, I added in coconut oil, I added in the burger wheat, I added in pink Himalayan salt, take those out after about 10 minutes, you're stirring it, stirring it, put it on a plate, you have the likes of fresh salad greens on the side of it, your mackerel is unbelievably tasty and naturally salty in itself, bulgur wheat has that pink Himalayan salt, which is a natural electrolyte, you have your fiber in not only the bulgur wheat, but also the greens, you have your protein and healthy fats in the like I said, a fish, it's a complete meal. It takes 10 minutes. And if you had two, you just double the amount. If you had three, you triple it. Four. You're, ma- you're making me hungry now, Colin. You're, know, making me- <laughs> you're making me hungry here, man. That sounds delicious. And again, as you said, simple. It's the simple things that bring the biggest results. Because again, like one of the questions I was going to ask you were, um, was how how to make organics more accessible and affordable. Like what would you, I know you've touched on a good few of points there, but how, like you know, for people to make it more accessible and affordable. Well, accessible is definitely you can't get more accessible than at your back door. So we used to actually do it. Are you? You don't have to go that far back. Our fathers, our mothers, our grandmother, our grandfather, they would have had chickens at their back door. They would have had an apple tree, a co- one cooker, they would have had two eaten apples, a tiny area. When you're living in a housing estate, an, ap- like an apple tree is really, I have to say, it grows in a pot. Like there's loads of people that can do an abundance of things, but you have to go out and do it. You have to f- factor in time to do it. Get, make, uh, make it what? Make it enjoyable. Because remember that, the foods that you're eating are going to change your life. And now, Colmit, if, if you were talking to a mammy with four kids working full time, running around the place, what would you say to her? I would say to her, definitely incorporate in a family day where they would all get most certainly involved in growing a tiny bit of their own. That is a lifestyle that they have to choose. That's one option. Then the other option then, as I said, is going to a country market. Going shopping and going to a country market is the game changer. You can actually get food cheaper than you will get. And this is the truth. I've literally spoken to someone who bought veg off me at uh, Straight Farm Gate. And he said, I got a bunch of organic apples and carrots cheaper than they were in the 49 cent stores. Uh, Organically, organically, if you get me. So when you go, you can actually do bartering with that individual who's a grower because Food comes into season and it has to be sold. It doesn't, vegetables don't last, if you get me. You can put them yeah. into the freezer, but more often than not, you're better off to try and eat them as fresh, as I said, local fresh and organic being the gold standard. You can go to these country markets and do deals, do packages. Most of those growers will have eggs, okay? They'll have a tray of eggs. You might be able to get them at a deal. You have a bunch of apples. You might be able to get potatoes. This is all stuff in season. Get a bunch of carrots. You can and literally a bunch of beetroot, and you can have still some beans, and there's still tomatoes in season up till now. And those are boxes that you can get for about 20 euro in abundance. 20 euro is a lot of veg, and you can get a huge amount of veg for 20 euro, or you can go and get a take two takeaways for the same amount, which yeah. lasts you one one meal, and it's not good for your health. It's Absolutely. Not absolutely absolutely so again it's again it's 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 the small changes bring the bring the biggest results absolutely we'll come in thank you so much for sharing that with me and there's so much you've packed in talk about packing in boxes of vegetables you've packed in so much information and so much advice and so much golden nuggets in kind of telling us you know like how you mind others and can you tell me now how you mind you yeah this is a great question 
it's something that's really key. I have to mind myself and my, how do I do it? I have to mind my health. And I break it up into definitely two main things, exercise and foods. I have to move. I have to get me up off a chair because if I don't, I suffer majorly. Like it's the point of which it's like you're designed to be moving, getting 10,000 steps. I have to get it. You couldn't, I could not, I'm not suited to most certainly. <clears throat> we're not designed that way to sit down at a desk for eight hours, whether you're in that job or not, you have to factor in. That's the life that you're currently in right now. And if you want something better, you have to choose to move in between your breaks before or after. I'm the exact same. If I have to do laptop work, I have to do my steps. I have to get outside. I do things such as, okay, a routine. I do affirmations in the morning. I have a lifestyle. I have to look after it. And that's my health. I get up in the morning. I do affirmations. I tell myself that I'm a tall, I'm a confident, I'm a successful entrepreneur. I have a best-selling book that I sell at my public speaking events. I want people to be happier. I want people to be healthier. I want them to eat the best type of foods they possibly can. And that's what I say every single morning. And that's, I suppose, self-care because me helping, it being my best is allowing me to help others. And that's definitely one of the things that I have to do. I have to do that for my health. Because if I don't, I suffer. Okay, I am a major believer. I don't have, I suppose, any major history in mental health. But I choose to do things to improve my mood. Exercise is key. Okay, improve blood flow. Whether it's a walk, minimum requirement. Or it's a 15 or 20 minute home workout. I do the majority of my training at home. And people look at me and say, God, no, he must be. And I'll tell you a funny story in a second. He must do all his training in the gym. No, I don't. I built my frame. And right now it's about exercise and that I enjoy. I enjoy getting a sweat on. That actually is, I'll tell you a little bit of a science behind it. It's because the likes of when you improve your exercise, you improve your blood flow. And there's an amino acid called tryptophan. Tryptophan, it's the precursor. It makes serotonin. Serotonin is your happy hormone and dopamine. It makes that. So when you increase your blood flow, you go for a walk, do anything that elevates your heart rate, you are becoming happier. You're producing the likes of serotonin and dopamine. Those are little simple health hacks that I have to do every single day. I train a minimum of four times a week for my health. That's how I massively look after myself. In the foods, I would feel unwell. I would feel completely different if I did not get in that meal. And I had to most certainly factor that in. I have to factor in that I eat specifically roughly in the morning for breakfast, at lunchtime, and a dinner. Because if I say, oh, I'm going to skip it, and most more often people that come to me, they skip breakfast, they skip meals, they only have a small bit for lunch, they have something on the go, and then they tend to binge eat at the end of the night. So that's what I do. I have to make my health priority because I'm leading the way. I'm showing people that this is the way that you can do it too. And that's what I, I suppose I'm, I'm trying to get people to realize. You take control of your health. You are I suppose the one person that can change your destination okay you don't I suppose necessarily have to change it all at once it's a slow compound effect step by step we get ahead absolutely and again baby steps I say to people about baby steps and the smallest steps bring the biggest results and come and look at you're definitely walking the talk in in how you mind you so thank you for sharing that with me man and where can people find you I suppose the best place to catch me brian would be uh, on either instagram 
Facebook or TikTok on my website. And all those are Coleman Power Organic Fitness. There's no E in there. If you put in an E, Ronnie Coleman comes up and he's a completely different kettle of fish, that fella. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, those are the best places to catch me for sure, right? And your book, Coleman? Yeah, straight up as well. That's on the website, Coleman Power uh, is. The author, that's me. And the name of the book is The Power of Organic Fitness. It's available on Amazon. But if anybody goes to the likes of any of the events that I do, whether it's the Grow Your Own course or it's the retreats, the next one uh, that I do, the next one that I'm doing is down in Skull in West Cork. Uh, most certainly, I'll be able to give people signed copies to that. And I actually love that. That's the coolest thing ever. And I gave my first signed copy because I wrote it down. I'm a major believer in goals. And the last section of the book is on personal development and reaching your full potential. I wrote down on a whiteboard that I wanted to give my first signed copy of my book to my mother. And I did. It was such a cool thing. Nice one, man. Nice one. Well, look, again, man, thank you for sharing all that information with me and for being so kind and generous and answering a lot of questions that I had about kind of organic and what is it and, you know, how to make it more accessible. Um, So, again, like, thank you for sharing all that with me. And I'll put links um, to your Instagram and your your website because I can tell people I've listened to your podcast, I've seen your Instagram posts, and they're all jam-packed full of advice and tips and information and i have to say you're you're really generous with what you've learned so thank you for 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 doing all of that and coleman best of luck with everything that you do in the future man cheers thanks for having me on man thank you so much for listening to mind you I hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care. Please like, subscribe and follow Mind You Podcast wherever you listen to it. And please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world. You can find me and Mind You at brianbarneswellbeing.com.